Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder is underwritten by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa, cindyschulte.com, and Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. Good morning, everybody. This is Catholic Women Now. I'm Julie Nelson. Follow I'm Chris McGruder. Good yeah. morning. Good morning. You know, we're uh, broadcasting from Des Moines, Iowa. I don't know where you are, but we're kind of kind of feeling like we're coming out of hibernation here this week. It's 32 degrees this morning and, and sunny. sunny. It just puts you in a better mood, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it must be St. Valentine's Day or something. Uh, something like that. <laughs> and listeners, I must apologize. I do have a little bit of a cold in my throat, as you can probably hear. She's it's got a, a Kathleen Hepburn, or not Kathleen Hepburn, Kathleen Turner sound going sultry on. sultry voice, which I always <laughs> wish that God would let me keep, but it never happens <laughs> when I have this happen to me, because I think it sounds better on the radio, but that's my opinion. So, and it's up to God, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, I got to know, are are you and Joel doing anything fun for Valentine's Day? St. Valentine's Day is, uh, we we never know. And, we, you know, we, we kind of were getting older, so we don't want to go out and fight the crowds and wait in line. So we actually are going to stay home and do a cook-in night. I'm excited about that. Well, you know, when you get to a certain point in your marriage and, you, you, you know, love matures. And uh-huh. we're going to talk about love today with uh-huh. uh, Adam Stories, our guest today. But love matures in your relationship, your marriage. And so there you, come, you come to a point where... You, you know, all that romance, I mean, all that, the flowers and the dinner, uh-huh. what's more important is the time with family yeah. at some point. To too. kind of just be in, in each, each other's, other's arms and company. And and company. And yeah. Right. Yeah. I agree. But I still like the flowers. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But it's not you and put all, but you don't, it's not that you have to put all that into it to make the relationship Absolutely. work. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, know? you know, and it's funny because years ago we used to do, you know, a lot of that. Well, my husband's still good and romantic with all that stuff, but yeah. I don't feel bad about only giving him a card, you know, yeah, right. just, you know, and, and the love and the time. You're right. So I used to do, and this is the first year I'm not doing it because I'm an empty nester this year and it's all those little firsts I'm not doing. Uh-huh. So it's a little sad for me, but I, um, the last few years when the kids were a little older, I would make a big meal and serve what their favorite foods were. Oh, it's your love. To my family, yeah. yeah. And then get a balloon for each one of them and tie it to their chair and... <laughs> Go ahead and cough. Yeah, Julie. well, I don't want to cough into everybody's ears, <laughs> and uh, and make it special that way. And you know, so, what are you and Lynn doing then? Well, Lynn's not in town. So oh wow! I know he's wow. in Japan. God's <laughs> testing you. Oh, he's really far. He's, he is. We test- celebrated last week. So we you're to you're going to be abiding in the arms of the Lord tonight. Well, I thought about going to adoration <laughs> and spending time uh, with the love of my life. Right? Yes. And the number one love. Great so. idea. Actually, Great I'm going to go out and visit my daughter at Iowa State and take oh. take her out for dinner. Oh, so good. Yeah, very good. So anyway, as we mentioned earlier, our guest today is going to be Adam Story. He's the Director of Marriage and Family Ministry here in the Diocese of Des Moines, and we're going to be talking about St. John the Baptist. And what does that have to do with Valentine's Day, right? I know that sounds really strange, doesn't it, what that has to do with love, but it's kind of based on the the Gospel of John where he says, he must increase and I must decrease. So Mm -hmm. it's got some good uh, nuggets here from Adam today. Adam's always, he's always a good guest. Yeah. He's always always good to have. And we need to remind everybody that we've got the Ladies Mosaic Luncheon coming up on February 21st at St. Augustine. Doors will open at 1130. Complimentary lunch, ladies 
always. We are always like that. So come on out. Yes. And, you know, John Pridmore is not going to be coming. Yeah, he, he had some problems with his, his visa, visa, unfortunately. Yep. But we have plan B. I know. Monsignor Bignano. Who doesn't love Monsignor Bignano? I know. We all love his storytelling uh, and his I, great wisdom. I spent uh, 12 days with him in the Holy Land. He's amazing. Just yeah. You think, oh, that was a good meditation. Not sure he's going to be able to top that tomorrow. And he always would. Yeah. Well, Just I love amazing. his. I love his daily things on t- or the weekly things they do on TV. Now mm-hmm. he has those weekly meditations mm-hmm. on TV, and he's so funny. Yeah, he's so he's, funny. He's very Just good. Naturally funny. So, and we've also got the Iowa well, Men's Conference that's right? coming up March thirtieth at St. Francis of Assisi. So go online and get your tickets, guys. Women, get your men there. You know, do what you can to get them to that conference. That's right. And then we have the Iowa Catholic Radio Carathon next week. So I've got a team to put together. I've got a men's team. We're gonna we're gonna be battling against Brian Brevard's oh, Heart team. He's he's <laughs> tough. He's tough. He's been coming in to be a tough I, competitor here. I, you know what? And but my I've got all men coming in because so I'm like we, need, we yes we've got a we've got a fight back. Are you competitive <laughs> or what, Chris? <laughs> You know, I do have a slight competitive spirit. That's, yeah, that's, that's fun. true. Ask my sister from when we were little. It makes it fun. It makes the whole carathon fun, too. Yeah. You know, that's like friendly yeah. sparring, all for a good cause that's here right. at Iowa Catholic Radio. So. That's right. Oh, you know what? We need to open in prayer. Yeah, let's do that. Name the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I know, we just get to chatting sometimes, Chris. I know, I know, I know. I'm glad the Holy Spirit nudged you there for that prayer. Yes, well, and then we also need to say, text us today. If you have any comments or questions for Adam, um, you can text us at 515-223-1150. Our call number is 1150-223-1150. Text us. We'd Talk like to, to hear us. from you. We do yeah. like to hear from you. Yes. And thank you, Cindy Schulte, Farm Bureau Financial Services, for underwriting our show, Catholic Women Now. Cindy is an authorized independent agent, and she and her team provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa, and she's here to make things simple for you. So if you're like me and you business, and if you don't have the business mind or at least around the insurance, she will help you greatly. And um, you can find her on the web at cindyschulte.com or by calling 515-226-2111. There you go. Well, we're excited because in studio today is joining us is Adam Story. He's the Director of Marriage and Family Ministry for the Diocese of Des Moines. Welcome, Adam. Thanks thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So we got to know, are you and Kara doing anything tonight special for Valentine's Day? We got to say St. Valentine's Day. We got to let our listeners remember it's St. Valentine's Day. St. Valentine's Day. Thank you for the correction, Chris. Yeah, we're actually, uh, well, with the little kids running around, it's hard to do something special in the evening, but... uh, Luckily, just because it's Thursday, there's an hour in the morning where all the kids are tied up. So we're going to go to a coffee shop and have a sort of uh, late morning uh, date with each other. Uh, well, all the kids are off at their own activities, so that'll Good be nice. For you. I yeah. love that creativity. See, yeah. there you go. You can make it happen, right? It yeah. worked out. Yes, yeah. yes. A little romance in the morning. Yeah. All right. That's I like right. that. <laughs> yeah. I like that. When you need that time together just to talk, and with all the kids running around, you've got to have that time to, yeah. for the two of you. So and it's, right. it's exciting it's in the morning. Usually our time together is at like 9 o'clock at night when the kids are in bed, and you're sort of just exhausted at you're that right. point, you know? Yeah. Uh, so... Having some time together before lunch will be pretty incredible. So, oh yeah, yeah, it's a date, date yeah, during yeah. the day. Yeah, yeah I like right. that. So, Saint John the Baptist, what does he have to do with 
Saint Valentine's Day. I almost or love. missed the Saint part. Yeah. Or love. Yeah, yeah. what does yeah. this tell hermit us, tell us in the in, desert? In yeah. Well, you know, and it is that you you mentioned before his comment that uh, he must increase, I must decrease. And uh, just last week we had a speaker in our diocese, Dr. Cheryl Overmeyer. And she talked about how charity changes everything. And in, in her presentation, she talked about the difference between natural loves and divine love. Okay, wait. I just Because if there are listeners out there like I used to be, I used to understand charity as I'm going to give things to places that need help, like St. Vincent de Paul. So just, I, I, we hadn't talked about this, but charity, we mean love when we say charity, right? Yeah, exactly. So charity specifically, you can talk about it as a theological virtue. Okay. So you've got faith, hope, and love. Right. They're the theological virtues. And what separates the theological virtues from natural virtues, natural virtues are, are good habits that we develop over time, that we practice, that we work at, and, and we tend to master, well... We hopefully grow in mastery of courage or prudence or temperance or things like that. Theological virtues, why are they theological? Because they're divine gifts from God. There's something, uh, there's something that are supernatural. Uh, they're a grace. They're freely given. And it's not so much us developing certain habits, although we can develop habits that help us. It's more about receiving this divine gift that we didn't merit, we didn't earn, but it's freely offered. And so Cheryl Overmeyer, she talked Freely about, offered from the Lord. Freely offered from the Lord, okay, yeah. Okay, so charity only comes from, you can only get that from receiving it from God. Exactly, okay. yeah. We don't, we don't earn charity, uh, we don't develop charity on our own. Charity is a divine gift. I think that's really important to know that you can't develop charity. Mm. I like the fact that you talk, it's the divine life within us. You know, divine, that's God. We're created in God's image and likeness. And that's a, yeah. just a beautiful thought to think that, that it's already there within us. Yeah, it is. And it's, it's stamped into us from the very beginning. I mean, what were we created for? We were created for this relationship with God. We were created for divine life. And so you think about, and this is, you know, why did the church fathers, they said something pretty radical. They said, uh, God became man so that man might become God. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he took on our life so that we might take on his life. And that's what charity is. You know, charity, this is why Dr. Cheryl Overmeyer, the, the title of her talk, Charity Changes Everything, uh, because it brings, you know, our natural, our worldly, our human existence, it brings it onto a divine plane. It brings us into communion with God uh, so that it's not just my life I live anymore, but it's God's life within me. So distinguish this from the natural loves, because I think natural loves is something we kind of gear towards. I mean, we th you know, we love candy, we love pizza. And yeah. So, so how is this different? Yeah, and uh, that's that's a really good question. So Cheryl Overmeyer, she broke them into four. She talked about uh, different types of natural loves. You can have a natural love of things. You can have a natural love of dependent relationships, like a mother with a child, or uh, uh, you can have a natural love of romance. You know, people fall in love, they get married. Uh, you can have a, a natural love of friendships. You know, you think about your high school classmates, or you think about a sports team or something like that. And those are all, those are all human. Those are all things that we cultivate on our own. They're things that just naturally occur within us. Uh, so that's natural. It's human. It's, it's uh, an ordinary part of existence. Um, supernatural love or charity is something else for these very things that we're talking about. This is not something that that we naturally and ordinarily cultivate. 
this is something that's given to us by God. So why is it that John the Baptist would say that he must increase and I must decrease? Uh, we need to make room for that love. You know, it's not mm-hmm. about something we earn. It's not about something that we develop. Instead, it's being receptive and being open to that and making room for that love in our life uh, so that it can take root and transform everything. And it transforms all the other natural loves then, too. It elevates all the mm-hmm. natural yeah. loves. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can... You can Love your friends, you can love your spouse, you can love uh, uh, the things that you delight in in the world, you know, good food, good drink, uh, good entertainment. Better, deeper. Yeah, you can do all that in a transformed way, in a sort of supernatural way. Kind of seeing it through the eyes of God rather than the eyes of yourself. Yeah. Self, self-love, but seeing it through mm-hmm. God. You're like, um, like, this food is wonderful. Thank you, God, for this food. And, and we're meant to enjoy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're meant to enjoy it, but we're not to get greedy with it or gluttonous with it either. So, so how do we make ourselves more receptive yeah. so that we can receive his charity, so we can see receive his supernatural love that will, of course, then deepen um, other relationships. Yeah, and, how do we decrease? Right. Yeah, you yeah. know, St. John. Okay, there you go. You just partly answered it then, Julie. How, how do we, do we decrease? decrease? Yeah, well, that's, that's a great question. And this is sort of a, uh, I think it's not intuitive, but it's true. But uh, I think two really important habits or really important virtues that we have to cultivate if we want to love well uh, we have to cultivate the virtues of detachment and the virtue of humility. That, oh. And this is this is how we decrease, is through detachment and through humility. So examples examples for all of us out there going, okay, what's that look like? This sounds hard. Humility <laughs> exactly. and detachment. We know, what humility, we know what humility is, but a few examples would be helpful. But detachment, some people are not aware of what that even well, means. Well, I think the thing about detachment, when I hear that word, it's like, okay, what are the costs? What are going to be the costs to me? What am I going to have to give up? And let go of. Well, Jesus says you have to give up your life. You have to give up all things. Okay. Your mother, Everybody's your turned father. To this, they're, turn, they're changing the station now. <laughs> Game over. Hey, that's, that's his words, not mine. That's what he said. You're only the messenger. Yeah, yeah. No, but, but uh, you know, detachment, uh, humility, and we were talking before the show, and I think a helpful image is, uh, think about a cup. Like a cup gets filled with all sorts of, uh, uh, all th- sorts of my priorities, my initiatives, my efforts and my, you know, the things that I think are most important in my life. If I fill up that cup with all the things that I'm concerned with, there's no room for charity. There's no room for God. So detachment and humility is about emptying that cup of all the things that I want so that God can fill it with his life, which is infinitely better than anything that I could want. You know, I love that image because if he fills your cup with his love, what are you going to do with it? You're going to pour it out over everybody else. Yeah, you can't get yeah. what you don't you know? have. Yeah. You know, I just read an interesting um, quote from St. Francis de Sales. Or no, it's from Father Jacques Philippe on yeah. detachment. And it just really made a lot of sense to me. He says, you know, when God asks us to detach, he's not going to take everything from mm-hmm. us. You know, Satan gets in there and tries to mess with us and think, oh, you're going to have to give up everything. You're going to be living in the wilds off of berries or whatever. But, <laughs> you know, no, he's not asking that. He wants that disposition in our heart of detachment. Yeah. That's what he wants. And I think sometimes when I know for myself, when you talk detachment, I think, okay, so then I can't read that favorite magazine anymore, or I can't sit down and have a cup of tea when I want to, or, you know, sometimes we get to a little too taken away rigid rigid and sterile with it well and that that brings up a good point because detachment it doesn't mean that we don't have preferences you know it doesn't mean that i don't enjoy a cup of tea or it doesn't mean that i don't enjoy 
you know, whatever my hobby is or anything like that. And it doesn't mean that 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 enjoyment or anything like that is bad. It's about seeking first the kingdom of heaven, and then those other things that get added will be added. But if that's our primary purpose, uh, we can approach all those other things with a certain level of freedom. You know, St. Paul talks about this. He says he knows how to live in want, and he knows how to live in excess. He knows how to uh, uh, get along with these people, and he knows how to get along with these people. And he says, I can be all things to all people. And that's detachment. I'm sure St. Paul had preferences. You know, I'm sure St. Paul said, man, I'd rather hang out with the Corinthians and the Ephesians or something. <laughs> I don't know. That's They're not, more fun over there. Yeah, I'm, and I'm just making up that. So, But he had preferences, but he was free. Uh, he was free because he really, he wanted to be emptied in order to be filled by God. So it's a freedom for instead of a, or it's a freedom for instead of freedom from kind of thing where you freedom to do those yeah, things. Yeah, and it's... Than, yeah, yeah, it's not about losing all other things, but it's about being focused on on the most important thing. So how can this help us in our marriages? I mean, like this detachment. You know, I'm kind of thinking about with my husband, like like you said about when you come home after work and the things you want to do in your cup. But yeah. there are things that, you know, maybe God is asking you in that charity yeah. to do. Well, and I guess the way I think about it, so any community, all communities are hard. All community... Uh, living uh, in any group is difficult because you have different people with different preferences, with different desires, uh, different ways of doing things. And marriage and family life is is no different, right? Uh, but usually when we say that, when, you know, if I'm honest with myself, when I say, well, community living is hard because Kara and the kids, they have different ways of doing things. Really, in the back of my head, what I'm thinking is community living is hard because Kara and the kids do things wrong. You know, like, <laughs> uh, if if Kara and I have a disagreement, it's because she's wrong and I'm right, yeah. and and so community's living community living is hard because she's wrong, right? It's a little bit of that self love coming in. Isn't yeah, it? <laughs> it is. It is. And so, what does humility and detachment look like? It's it's uh, cultivating a freedom from those sorts of things, saying. Uh, you know, I'm going to take myself down a couple pegs. Uh, I'm going to raise them up. I'm going to trust that, you know, when Kara asks me to do something, when I'm obedient to her, I'm obedient to God. You know, religious orders understand this. They take a vow of obedience and they see uh, 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 the the prior, the abbot, they see that his actions, being obedient to him is a way of being obedient to God. Uh, marriage is no different. When I love Kara well, when I'm obedient to her, uh, when I'm docile to her, I'm being docile to God because that's how that's how he's reaching out to me. So you're not saying I'm going to let Kara kick me around kind of thing. I'm not I can't have my own opinion. No, 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 I'm not. I mean, there there has to be a sort of healthy uh, there has to be healthy psychology. Sure, it's not right. becoming a doormat sure. or something like that. For things, yeah, yeah uh, but it is trying to, you know, Listen to, better, maybe. More selfless is what I, I'm gleaning. It's to, putting the good of the other ahead of something that you want to do or try and choose the higher love, maybe. Is it, what? it is. It's choosing the higher love. It's putting the good of the other person first. But it really is, uh, you know, and this is the hard thing because, yeah, of course, we want healthy psychology and stuff, but we also want to die to self, you know, and, and it really is dying to self. And I think in I think a lot of times we make excuses for ourselves to make it a little bit easier you know god certainly uh wants me to have this beer after dinner because <laughs> darn it i earned it you know uh, after all he he inspired someone to create this beer yeah, right exactly. adam you drink beer 
Uh, well, <laughs> yes, I do. And uh, probably more than I, you know, more than I should. But th- these are sort of the detachment things, sure. you know. So, um, you know, whose who's will am I going to follow? Am I going to follow my own or am I going to follow my Lord? Am I going to follow the Lord's? I think mm-hmm. that's at the heart of the question. So yeah, so give us a practical example of what that what does that look like when you go home at night, Adam? <laughs> yeah, okay. So you know, when I get home uh, at the end of a day of work, I, I'm pulling into the driveway, and my head fills with things that I want to do. You know, I want to go for a run. Uh, I want to read a book. I want to have half an hour of peace and quiet. Uh, you know, all sorts of different things. But I also recognize when I walk into this house. There's four other people who have their own desires, their own needs, uh, who have also had a long day, and they're going to ask things of me. And so that me decreasing so that the Lord may increase, I think that that's a real decision point. You know, do I walk into the house uh, seeking just my own will, or do I walk into the house saying, you know, how can I serve? What do you need from me? Uh, How can I continue to give to you? And if when I do that, when by the grace of God I'm able to do that, I find that that's that's more feeding, that's more enriching than when I just go in and try to do my own thing. So when you go in the door and the kids are all, you know, dog pile pl- clamor- on daddy, yeah, yeah, that's okay because that helps Kara, doesn't it? I mean, she's she's yeah. been working with them all day long, and yeah, exactly. And it's an opportunity to give her space. It's mm-hmm. an opportunity to. Uh, remind my kids to show my kids again that I love them, mm-hmm. uh, uh, that I want to see them thrive. And when I do that, you know, my kids are are infinitely more interesting than any book that I'm going to read. Uh, I'm tempted to the book because it's easier, you know, yeah. it's it's uh, more it's easier to take delight in that in the moment. Uh, but when I am attentive to my kids, when I am attentive to Kara, there's always more fruit that comes out of that than any place else. And don't you find then, then, then that reciprocates in Kara? She wants to return that love mm-hmm. to you in a certain way too, as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and instead of this resentment that could form with you wanting to do your own thing, and she she's a hel- needing your help, but she sees your gift of love, and she returns that gift of love mm. in some way or another. It just It's a beautiful mystery there that happens in that moment. Yeah, I think it was St. John of the Cross, and I might be wrong, but I think St. John of the Cross said, uh, where there is no love, put love, and then you will find love. Yeah. And, and that's what it yeah. is. You know, when there's not love, put love, and you'll find love. Because divine life overflows. That's how it overflowed to us. You know, that's how it overflows to each other. And that's how it becomes transformative for everything. It, it's when it overflows. Now, since it's Catholic women now, we're hearing kind of the male perspective. Males, you know, that it might be beautiful to walk in the door and hug your wife and love your kids. And what do you need from me today, honey? Um, but at the same time, as women, I remember my grandma used to do this most wonderful thing. Or my dad, mom, or my dad and uncles and aunts talk about this. My grandma would know he had a long day. He was He owned or he had his own law office. And he would come in. And she'd make all the kids go away for 20 minutes to a half hour so they could have their time together, sit. My grandma would make him a cocktail, and they would just sit and have their time to talk. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was so beautiful, too. So I guess, you know, it, it can go well, both ways. And, you know, there, and you're talking about where there is not love, put love, that, mm-hmm. that quote. And sometimes I know I had situations with Lynn where 
God was asking me to put that love there, right. not to expect him to be the first one mm-hmm. to put the love there. And he has a very stressful job. Right. And so he needed transition time from the time he left work to he came home to the mayhem mm-hmm. at home. Mm-hmm. And so he needed a transition time. And cell phones saved that for us. Cause, you know what it would ha- <laughs> He would call me on his way home from work and we could talk things out a little bit. Yeah. And then I also knew when he was coming. So I would give him a few minutes to come in the house and go do things and not let the kids know he was home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you so could transition the, you, into the space. Yeah, you kind of have to know your spouse's needs right. really truly. Because so, I'm sure that once my grandpa, well, I know for sure, once my grandpa had his time with my grandma just sitting there with a cocktail, they would they would just jump on my grandpa and they'd yeah, wrestle and have right. their time together too. And, and that allowed grandma then to cook. You right, know, and, right. Yeah, so, so, so yes, I mean, yeah. you think, you you know, sometimes God is calling you to put that love there. Right. When you're expecting your spouse to do it, maybe that's not. Every yeah. couple, every couple's needs are different. You they know, are. and I think um, a very practical way that this is lived out is if you've heard of the five love languages. Yeah. If you, if you yeah. haven't yeah. heard We've of them, about you them should on the look show. at them. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's loving your spouse uh, in the way that they receive love, not in, not in your primary love language, but in theirs. And that's a very practical way to say, I'm going to decrease and they're going to increase. You know, maybe this isn't my impulse, but I know that this is what means the most to them. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm going to do. You know, and that's a sacrifice to do that because I know when I we read that book, my husband and I read that book, it's like, Oh, you, this is your love language. This is so hard for me to express your love language. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it yeah. was really hard for me and I had to. And what I'd a really, good way to stretch us in yeah, our. I had, yeah, I had to ask for that divine love within me. And then I had to look at Lynn as he was created in the image and likeness of God that, you know, he was Christ in a sense, mm-hmm. you know, before mm-hmm. me. And I had to look at that. And, 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 and you talk about obedience. I think of that too. It's like Christ speaking through you to be obedient to Him because mm-hmm. we are made in the image and likeness. God of stretches him. us through people. Oh yeah, he does. it's that community you're talking about. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. definitely. Well, we're at the end of our time I here. No, we could Goodness. talk so much more. We had um, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff we could still talk this, about. Yeah, love is just an endless uh, topic, right? It there's is. so much it's to an explore. important one. Yeah, it is an important one. So, Adam, we are grateful you took the time on Valentine's St. Valentine's Day to come and be with us and talk about love. So, and you and Kara have a fun coffee date this hey, morning. Hey, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Wish her a happy St. Valentine's yes. Day for us. I will. Okay. Amen, yeah. We're grateful for Red, Fred Haas, the offices, providing sponsorship of Catholic Women Now. Mr. Haas is an experienced, highly responsive legal services, and he serves clients throughout all of Iowa, even though he's located in Des Moines. Specializes in personal injury, which are always, always those accidents that happen unexpectedly, and, and you'll need somebody who can provide the care and the counsel and Mr. Haas is the guy. Located in Des Moines, 515-256-6301 or 888-338-6535, fredhaas.com. Fred double D, Haas double A. Well, we've got the Iowa Catholic Radio Rosary coming up next. Thank you all for listening today. We ask that you would make a tax-deductible donation next week, maybe at the Carathon or beforehand. We, we'd take it now as we continue to uh, teach and defend and evangelize our Catholic faith. You Let's close, close us in prayer. prayer. Yeah. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Oh, Heavenly Father, we come before you, and we ask Holy Mother to pray for all married couples, that they would be strengthened in your charity. Lord God, help us to um, sit in a position of receptivity for us to receive our charity, that we might pour it out in our natural loves, in all of our relationships, Lord God. And I'd ask, Lord God, that your special blessing come upon those people today who are lonely 
or who are um, missing loved ones uh, may who may be far away, like Japan. Um, and I just ask, Lord God, that you would lay a special blessing upon those people who are lonely today as well on our St. Valentine's Day. And I thank you so much, my Lord and my God, for all the beautiful people you put in our lives who love us um, because you gave them to us. In your Holy Son, Jesus' name, we pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now go do impossible things with God. Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. And Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. CindySchulte.com. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder every Thursday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. On the radio voice for Catholic Women Now. 1150 a.m., 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. And on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Iowa Catholic Radio. Radio.